0: With us right now, it's Jazz Tackar. Jazz, you are a real estate broker, you're a sales strategist, and you are the host of the Jazz Tackar podcast. You're found on the web at jazztackar.ca. Jazz, it's a pleasure to have you here. Thank
1: you so much for having me, Josh. I'm very, very excited to bring a lot of value to your viewers and listeners. So
0: let's get started, brother. Yes. Give us an overview of your impact in the world.
1: Ah, look, man. Um, I've always been um uh, a sales guy at heart ever since I got started uh, around. 12, I kind of found my passion. I knew um, this is something that I wanted to do for a very, very long time. And I guess the fact that I didn't do really well in a school setting um, probably helped that cause, right? Like I, I I, liked school for the social aspect of it. I think class just kind of got got, got in the way and, and kind of fast forward now to the age of 40 that I am with the, the two organizations, a real estate company and a media company that I have. Um, I'm really enjoying to your question. I'm probably enjoying the most watching some of my leaders um, become and develop other leaders now. And so I have this big sign in my old studio um, that was kind of like a, my, the, the success table of elements. And, and the highest one that you can reach at is, is the element of LDL, where leaders develop leaders. And it's just so gratifying to watch this happen now.
0: Yeah, and so um your, again your website at jazztachar.com. I know you've got some resources there um, including a vault um, but but you know in terms of like someone just listening to a conversation right now and they're like okay, I already like this guy already. I already know I want to connect with them. Uh, how do you work with just, you know, folks that are out there they're growing their business, maybe they've been in business for quite some time. Um you, you know, you mentioned a topic in and around sales and I think that you know, there's a lot of, I see a lot of confusion around that, right? Is, is you know, a business owner, a consultant, an agency owner, for example, um, what does it mean today uh, say in the year 2022 to be, you know, to, to, to be masterful at the sales process? Does it mean we gotta be really good at memorizing Tom Hopkins uh, closing techniques and ob- objection handling? No. So, you know, and, and I love the references to the old,
1: old guard no disrespect to any of them, but I just think it was a different time, right? It was a, There
0: was a time for that. Yes. And, you know,
1: I think there was a time for that. It's just now in 2022. And, and as we head into 2023, I think it's all about how much value can you bring up front to a prospect, give them the education so they can make an informed quality decision themselves. And this is very easy for anyone to understand. Think about yourself walking into a a shoe store. Think of yourself walking into a car dealership and once the salesman or the sales lady asks you, you know, can I help you? Right away, you're triggered to say no, because humans, we like the path of least resistance, right? And so if you as a salesperson, if you know that already, why not just do the exact Opposite, meaning don't be pushy and don't try to use a bunch of these closing techniques and handling objections like a consumer's, like a like if they're a hockey puck. You know what I mean? This not that's not what it's about, in my opinion. It's about give away all your best education. So for me, I'm in real estate. I teach people for free how to buy, how to sell, how to invest on their own. And I tell my prospects, I tell my clients, let me peel back the curtains and why I do that. Because I know in Canada, the, like in our nation, only about 2% of people will ever sell their or even try to sell their own home. So I'm not focusing all my efforts and time and resources on that 2%. I'm looking at the 98% that will use the service of a realtor. I just want to try to be top of mind i want to be the guy that is the trusted authority and in my opinion the only way to do that is if you give away all your best information and because you know no one's going to want to try to fix their own car so if you're a mechanic you might as well just teach people how to do it because then they'll think of you when they actually need to change that spark plug
0: yeah um so let's say steve that uh sorry it says steve on your screen uh jazz um (laughs) that, um, someone, let's say someone says they come to you and they say, listen, you know, we're an SEO agency or we do web design or something like that. Like I, I'm not good at sales. I feel uncomfortable, you know, maybe asking for business or or doing the things I think I'm supposed to do. Like, I I mean, I, I know you already shared a bit of a blueprint there. Um, but if someone says, I feel like, however, that, you know, of conversa- I, you know, of the conversations I'm having, they don't seem to be productive in the way that they're leading to business. So there must be something that I'm doing wrong. Yeah, I think, I think there's a couple of things there. Number one,
1: um, I'm, I'm a big believer to, in, in actually working on your, on your strengths and then hiring out for your weaknesses. And so if you're an agency owner, you're a web uh, designer and you, you haven't been able to actually get people to, to buy your product or service, the fact that your your product or service might just suck. I mean, we need to obviously look into that. You got to look underneath the hood and see what's there. But I would probably recommend just hire a salesperson. Have them actually sell for you. You don't have to do it on your own. Think outside the box. I I have a lot of people who love real estate, but they suck at sales. Why? Because they don't Mm -hmm. even want to get out. They don't want to do a video. They don't actually want to meet with people, but they like the architecture of a building. They like like maybe putting a deal together for a piece of land. But if they're not, like I tell them all the time, You're not comfortable in in, in a sales setting. That's okay. That's okay. Just hire around it. And the nice thing with salespeople is is that you can generally hire them on performance. You don't need to pay them a salary up front. So the excuse of not having the money to pay them is out the window because they'll only get paid when they do a deal. So if you're a web designer, you only pay that salesman or that saleswoman when they actually close a deal.
0: Yeah. Um, Okay. Well, I I mean, I've heard of that and and I've also heard people saying, I can't find these guys. Everyone wants a salary. Yeah. Look, I mean, I think, I think that's
1: just people stopping and, and, and putting their, like, you know, putting obstacles in front of them by themselves. Like you're just, they're just in their head. They're in their own head. There's tons of people that if you just, and, There's probably a reason why you're not good in sales is because you don't understand that you need to hear 67 no's to get to to the 68 yes, right? And so you have to just keep on looking. There is tons, as I mentioned, tons of people that are more than willing to actually work in the sales industry. You just got to keep asking.
0: All right. Um, do we just ask on social, or how do we? Where do we go to start well, actually, saying who wants to work commission only sales for me? Yeah, look, I mean, because I, you- I, I part of me, Jace, I, you, I don't know if you can hear a little bit of skepticism in my voice, just yeah. because I've seen that go. I've seen that go badly, you know. And, and years ago, um, oh, here comes a big lightning uh you probably oh, can't wow. hear it uh wow. anyway i did uh, i could hear that, that oh, yeah here, <laughs> here we crazy. go man central florida in the summer here we, every <laughs> every afternoon we have like our 30 minute uh downpour and and uh lightning strikes everywhere um okay so again um you know first, is it you know do we check on upwork or is you know you kind of i feel like you know you kind of kind of get what you pay for so well, again look, that's just where my skepticism comes from
1: a hundred percent And I I totally understand, Josh, but here's where I would start. I would start with in your own network. Open up your phone and send a text message. If you're brave enough, pick up the phone and actually dial the numbers of people in your phone. Start there. You have an email list, send out an email. And you're essentially asking everyone in your own community, in your own network, people that you have their phone numbers and you have their names and emails and saying, hey, look, Not wondering if you're necessarily thinking about uh, maybe getting into the sales industry and helping me in my business, but do you know somebody that might know somebody? See, you don't need to know 400,000 people. In fact, if you just know 200, the average person knows another 200 people. So if you know 200 people that know 200 people that know 200 people, your network now is 40,000. There's a very strong possibility out of that 40,000 person network that one person is going to want to work in sales. Now, if that doesn't now, if that doesn't work, let's take it to the next level. What I would do is go to your socials. Yeah, that's a great place to start. Go on LinkedIn, write a caption, go on Instagram, go on TikTok, go on Facebook, and just make a 15 second video. Hey, I'm in the web design business. I'm looking to see if there's any sales professionals that want to work for me. If so, just DM me. As easy as that. You don't need a script. You don't need to get it all post-produce and hire a cinematographer and all that garbage. All you gotta do is go into selfie mode, less than 15 seconds, Put it out to the world and maybe end it off with, even if you're not looking, do you know anybody that knows anybody that knows anybody? Like get someone's brain to think of somebody else that they might know. And then just have some patience. It might not have happened on, if you did it on a Tuesday, it might not happen on a Wednesday. Just sit tight. Just sit tight because the universe And I'm not trying to get all philosophical on people here, but the universe will do its thing. It just takes some time. So when Laura or Yas or Parsa is, they see that video two days later, they're at a cocktail party and someone says, oh man, I'm hating the business that I'm in or I'm hating the job that I'm in. I wish there was something else I can get into. That's when that person, when if Laura saw the video, she can say, oh my God, I saw Josh. He put out this video on my socials. He's looking for a salesperson.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now I will say that the the, the market, and and, and I want to kind of flip it a little bit because it, let's say that there's someone who's listening to our conversation right now, and maybe you're suffering a little bit. Say like you're good at working with people. You know the general principles of managing relationships, which again I think is far more important today. Uh, that and do you have a generous heart? But if and you love people, and you want to keep showing up, and you want to create change and impact, and you want to help other people, that's t- to me, those are really good traits uh, for an excellent salesperson today. Um, And, uh, you know, so I, I do want to kind of put that out there that, Hey, if you're open to that, I can vouch for that. There is a lot of opportunity. So we kind of help out at kind of the high ticket lead gen side of things. Uh, and there's limitless amounts of work to do because I think, uh, you know, to your point, Jace, I think a lot of people get into business because they love what they do. Like, you know, I found that I'm really good at design and, you know, if you're a business owner and you're exceptional, you're one of the best in the world at that, man, do what you get paid most for, but that doesn't get you off the hook. If you're the founder or the CEO, you're still a la e-myth, right? You are still responsible ultimately for the growth of your company. It doesn't mean you have to do all of the pieces, but man, you got to get that going.
1: Well, I think one of the best books, and and you mentioned it as you were talking about, like as you were mentioning what you were talking about right now, I I automatically went to Michael Gerber myself. I thought of the e-myth and I'm like, oh, wow. I mean, that's exactly what that whole book is about. In fact, I think there needs to be a bigger push for intrapreneurs more than entrepreneurs right now. And we're obviously in the world and the time of, of entrepreneurship. It's the buzzword. It's what everybody dreams of. And I get all that kind of stuff. But I think, I think we need to look at the, the space of intrapreneurship even more because there is some people that are amazing number twos, threes, fours, and 52s, not just the number ones out there. And everybody wants to be the Mark Zuckerbergs, the Gary V's and the, like, I mean, everybody wants to be the number one, but let's not forget, let's not forget that the number twos and the number 14, 14s in those organizations, they also make a lot of money. And they're actually very, very happy because it's not all on them at the end of the night. Look, the biggest difference between an entrepreneur and an entrepreneur is there's a lot of similarities. In my eyes, the only really difference is, is that the entrepreneur puts the money up. Right. Most entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs don't need to worry about the money actually putting up the money, but they're bought in the same way. They have the same love. They have the same passion. They have a massive skill set. They are good at managing people. And so I personally am trying to now make a bigger push for people to be self-aware because being the number one, it actually sucks. Majority of the time. Like, it's actually not as glamorous as it's made out on TikTok and Instagram. Like, that's just not, it's not like, and and because you got to do the same shit over and over and over again, which yeah. not everybody wants to do, right? And so look, I mean, if you're watching and you're listening right now and you have a passion for cooking, but you don't have the stomach to take to, 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 to take a market hit like we might be going through right now, you might be better off partnering up with somebody, maybe, maybe working at a bakery shop, right? Or, or, or at a restaurant and becoming the number two in that business.
0: Man, and and I can just tell you that the the, the people that are putting up the money, the people that are putting up the risk, uh, you know, they might be the rainmaker, they might be, you know, the visionary or whatever, and they're not really good. Like me, I'm not really good at execution and operation. Like I know my, I shouldn't say that for all things, right? But for the details and managing all the minutia, no, that's not my job. I have Wonderful entrepreneurs within our organization that are amazing at that. And you know what? It is a great relationship because they look at what I do and they go, I would never want to do that. I look at what they do and I go, I would never want to do that. Look for those opportunities and don't, I like this, right? Don't let your ego get in the way because you want to be the big dog. And you're absolutely right. On social media, you're seeing the 1% of the 1% and you're seeing, the stuff that you're seeing the highlight reel of the stuff that they want to show you, as opposed to a lot of the crap and risk and tears and fights that they might be having at home because of, you know, what it takes to succeed in business. I mean, look, uh, there's so many people
1: who are, are are looking to be the next Elon Musk and, and the next Jeff Bezos. And these guys are not even the you know, the, those two that I just mentioned, they're not in the top 1%. They're like in the top yeah. point zero, like 0.001%, zero, oh, yeah. right? And so when you're looking at guys like that, I mean, if you can even do a quarter of what they've done, I think you're going to become very successful. And I think you're also going to be very, very happy, right, to what you said in terms of looking for the opportunity. I think before someone can look for the opportunity is actually looking at themselves in the mirror first and asking why do they want to do this? Why do they want to get into the world of entrepreneurship? Is it for the accolades? Is it just for the money. And neither one of those are wrong answers. I'm not here to judge anyone. However, you need to understand that when you get into this, into the world of entrepreneurship, sometimes the accolades and the money don't come for a very, 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 very long time, if ever. And so you better enjoy the journey and enjoy the process. You better actually like getting punched in the stomach because you know that it's part of the journey and part of the process. Because if you don't, I I just think you have something Something else coming your way, because I've been at the real estate game for 17 years. I'm very yeah. grateful and very blessed to be at the top of the game in Toronto, in the greater Toronto area. But man, it took me 10 years before I even looked at myself and said, okay, I think I got something figured out. Here. Like, it <laughs> took a decade, yeah. a decade before I even had yeah. the, you know what, the kahunas to say that I got something going on here. Um, and, and it really wasn't till the last three years until I started to focus in on personal brand and doing a lot of content, really put myself out there even more. So th- that's when I really started to, to see some success. And so, look, I always say, man, it's taken, it's taken 17 years, Josh, to be an overnight success.
0: Yeah, that's exactly it. Jazz, your website, uh, and, and that's, let me spell it, J A S. T-A-K-H-A-R dot C-A. Jazz, when somebody goes there, what do they what would you recommend they click on? What should they do?
1: Well, look, I think they should actually just take a look at some of the content that I put out there on video, audio, um, the written word, and, and a lot of quote overlays and graphics and stuff like that. See, and get a sense of me, come into my world. And if you like what you see, like what you hear, like what you read, then you can do more of a deep dive. I have a vault there for business owners and salespeople. It's absolutely free. It's some of my best resources. I got content guides, how I do 10 to 15 pieces of content a day from a 30 to 45 minute conversation. I got Got um, uh, uh, resources on on how I manage my team. I got resources on how you can actually go and get more business, even if you're just starting out. And they're all absolutely free. The truth is, Josh, I actually got nothing to sell anybody right now. Like yeah, I don't have a course. I don't, I don't have a book. I don't have anything. Um, unless you're thinking about investing into Toronto real estate, I could help. And there's, <laughs> there's a re, the, 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 there's a service there. Um, but other than that, man, I'm just going around talking to people, giving them, and well, really hoping that I drop a gem here and there that they actually execute on.
0: Jazz Takar, thank you so much for joining us again. Your website, jazztakar.ca. Jazz, I really appreciate our conversation.
1: Thanks for having me, Josh. Really appreciate it, brother.